colourful footy career indeed. And uh, Jason Love joins me now. G'day, Jack. How are you, mate? Um, good, thanks. How are you, mate? Look, I'm, I'm very well. We're going to take you right back to uh, the mid-80s. Well, actually, a little bit before that, because I want you to tell me, being a Port Melbourne boy, what exactly does that mean to you, even today? Um, oh, well, when you were growing up, it was a... Um... It was a very successful club. It was um, back in them days. The FA. I mean, it was probably just about as big as uh, the the old BFL in them days. With yeah. Some of the guys and uh, being a local, you always wanted to play for Port Melbourne. And I was lucky enough after playing in a um, couple of premierships in under seventeen footy with the local club Port Colts to get invited down to Port Melbourne. And it was, I mean, it was a really big thing then because the, you look through the list of players who played for Port Melbourne, I think uh, the list uh, has, you know, Warwick Ir- Irwin's just above you on the list and uh, uh, the, the names are, the names are, are names that we know really well. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, like I said, it was back in them days. And, I mean, I was, I was very lucky my first year at Port. I, I played in the, you know, in the seniors with Freddie Cook and... Um, you know, Billy Swan, Graham Anderson. We had we had a lot of um, great players back then, and and even players that came from the AFL. I played with the Port, Arnie Brightus and Ian yeah. Cooper, and you know we, we had a lot of great players in them days. It was um, really good footy. Now you made your senior debut at North Melbourne, but were you at Essendon before that? I were I was at Essendon for um, a couple of months. I did the preseason and played a few games, but. Um, decided to, to sign with North Melbourne through through a guy I knew for a number of years, Greg Miller, who was um, the main man at North Melbourne at that stage, and um, so I ended up signing and playing with North in '85 in the in the seconds, and and um, then did a full preseason in '86 and played round one. Um, the, Greg obviously is, uh, these days I think of, of most recent times I think Greg's at the Sandown uh, Greyhounds wasn't he? Yeah yeah I think he had something to do with them yeah but the, um, he was with the Swans for uh, like yeah. all my younger years and stuff like that I mean I didn't play under 19s at the Swans because I was playing for Port Melbourne but he was heavily involved in the Swans and recruiting and and stuff like that and then um, and then he went to North and he actually was the, the the guy. I'm pretty sure he was responsible for getting um, duck and uh, and horse uh, carry and long ride. So he's done pretty well in all. Yeah, yeah, no, he did very, very well. Um, uh, that that '85 year when you played in the in the seconds was that was that tough coming off the Port Melbourne experience and you know being one of the senior players of Port Melbourne. How'd you how'd you go playing a year of uh, of reserves at, at North? Uh, yeah, look, look, it was good footy. It wasn't as um, Probably wasn't as physical as playing in the VFA, but um, I was um, I was I was probably not fit enough when I first got there, and and didn't realise how uh, how big the gap was between maybe um, VFA and, and VFL back in them days, fitness wise, yeah. not so much footy wise, but fitness wise, and that's why when I got the full preseason in '86, I was I was much better off. March 31, 1986, round one. Uh, it's at the MCG you make your debut against uh, against Sydney. Was there was there much fanfare leading into that, or did you always think during that pre-season, yeah, I'm going to play round one, I'm going to make my debut there? Oh, no, no, no. I had to work pretty hard for it. I had a really good pre-season, and, and, um, and 
unfortunately played pretty well in the in the practice matches leading up to the main game, and it, I was never a certainty, but I, I I thought I'd done well enough to get in, and um, yeah, I was pretty happy when I when I um, got selected. Yeah, the names that uh, that are in that team that you played in that first, I mean, the great great North Melbourne names: McDonald, McCann. Uh, the Cracker Brothers, uh, Peter Jonas, uh, Peter German, Darren Crocker. Did anyone did anyone take you under their under their wing at, at North when you first got there? Uh, I, I had a lot of um, made a lot of good friends at, at, at North Melbourne, and um, I mean back in that that first year, um, the older bloke, you know, Shimmer was there, Keith Gregg was there. Uh, we, you know, we had a lot of great names back in them days. Arnie Brightis was our runner, actually, back then. So uh, that was good. But um, I've become very good mates with a lot of guys. Donald McDonald, I'm still good mates with him. And Matty Larkin, I see Germo a little bit here and there. Mark Arcieri, still, still very good mates with quite a few blokes. And yeah. um, they, they've got, actually got a good past players thing that they've got going at the moment. So hopefully after all this stuff clears up, we're going to have a couple of functions where we can get together. Yeah, no, good. What about John Kennedy? How'd you how'd you go with uh, with the great man? Oh, I just, he was fantastic. Yeah, I loved him. I love to catch up with him every now and then. I see him probably once a year at a function or something, and always uh, always make my way to have a chat to him. He was he was brilliant for um, not only me, he was brilliant for North for the five years he was there, and and everyone um, looked up to him and. I mean, there's guys still going around today. Probably the best coach going around, obviously, Alistair. And he um, he, he started when I started at North, and I, I'm still I'm still pretty positive he talks to Kangaroo a fair bit about coaching and his footy and that. Yeah. What um, What are your memories of that first game? I mean, you had, a, you had a pretty good game. You got 12 kicks, so statistically, you were you were in the game. Yeah, I had 12 kicks, but I've got to be honest, mate, I didn't have a kick in the, probably the first quarter. Yeah. And I think my first kick. One of the guys for uh, Sydney kicked it out of bounds, and and I ran about thirty metres to get the free kick. <laughs> so I, I started off pretty slow, but I had, I had a reasonable second half. So it was, um, I was, you know, you'd be pretty nervous when you get out there and you, the crowd and the whole kit. But I was, um, I was actually played on. I actually lined up on the wing, which I've, I I don't think I've ever played on. I uh, played on Basie, who I ended up playing at the Swans with. He's yeah. a good fellow, Mark Bays, a very good player too. Yeah, no, beautiful left foot kick. Yeah, very good player, really good. Um, uh, uh, didn't win the game, unfortunately, for, for North Melbourne on the day. He got, uh, got beaten by four goals. But the, the score, you look at the score, 15-11-101 to 26-126. Yeah. That's amazing by today's standards, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd win most games today if you kick 15, wouldn't you? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> on the bit. Um, did, you, <laughs> did, did, you, did you feel like, at the end of the game, did you feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm here, I'm, I'm going to play league footy now, this is, this is what I'm sort of here to yeah, do? Yeah, I, I thought, you know, I thought I'd done enough, you know, like as in your first game, but it was obviously disappointing because we'd lost the game. But, um, you know, all of a sudden you, you can at least say that you've played league footy and, you know, I've, I've been out in the MCG and played, Played in front of the crowd and, and 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 got to where I hoped to get to when I was a kid. So, um, you know, to, I don't know to play another seventy after that. I probably should have played a lot more, but that that's that's another that's another world. But at least um, 
at least I got out there, yeah. Well, let's talk about what happened after that because you had uh, what you finished up playing four years uh, at at North, um, and yep. then and then there's sort of a gap year from 1989. You finish at North, then you you start at Sydney in 1991. So what? Tell, tell us about what happened at the at the end at North. Was it just a starved of opportunities? Well, it was a um, it's something that you know disappointing still today. To be honest, but like what it was a contractual thing where basically I was on a a contract which back in them days wasn't a great deal of money, but I was on a bonus system where in 1989, if I, if uh, the match committee believed and John Kennedy believed I had a better year in 89 than I did in 88, I'd receive a $10,000 cash uh, bonus. And basically what happened is, is Kanga finished at the end of 89 and Shimmer took over as coach. And, I'd played, I think, 15 games that year in the seniors, which was the most I'd ever played and kicked the most goals and everything like it. I'd had a better year, basically. And unfortunately, when I went into the, the office with Shimmer and, and Greg Miller and and sat down about my bonus and then signed the new contract, Shimmer had decided that he didn't believe that I'd had a better year by my standards, I should have been a better player in 89 than I actually was. And I disagreed with him, and that went on for probably six to eight weeks. And in the end, it come to a come to a um, it come to a stalemate where if you don't come back now, you, you're not going to make it to preseason. And um, and being stubborn, I decided not to. So we parted ways, and I ended up. Um, I actually ended up signing signing with Port Adelaide in South Australia. Yeah, and was only there for, for one game, and my um, my dad died back in in Melbourne, had a heart attack in Melbourne. So I came back to Melbourne and and ended up ended up playing the year at Port Melbourne, or okay. half the year. I broke my shoulder during the year, so I only I played half the year. But um, and then yeah, I got. I was lucky Colquhoun here got in touch with me and wanted me to come play at the Swans in 91. And that's how that eventuated. So I signed there for a couple of years. 91 was uh, was a terrific year for you. I mean, uh, you played, uh, what, you played 21 games and kicked 52 goals. So you had a, you had a bloody terrific year. Yeah, yeah, it was probably, probably the best year I'd had in footy, I suppose. Um, yeah, won the goal kicking and, and we had we had a decent side too. We won, I think we, you know, we won about eight games. I think we won eight games and come a draw one one game that year against Footscray. And um, yeah, I I, I really um, really played well. And 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 1992 was going to be bigger and bigger. And and unfortunately, uh, Cole Kinnear left, and we got a new coach, Gary Pakanara, who's a pretty famous fella, and. I played round one and and done my knee and missed. Um, I think I missed twelve weeks or something. And then uh, I was lucky enough they put me back straight in the in the seniors after twelve weeks. And um, I think we were playing Essendon and and I'd done it again. Wow. And unfortunately, I didn't play again after that. Yeah. And um, that was basically my last game. So I didn't play. I didn't play footy for twelve months after that. And then. Um, Oh, uh, Captain Port Melbourne again in 1993. Yeah. 
we ended up losing the grand final to Donald McDonald yeah. in <laughs> play from coach of Werribee. Yeah. yeah. Um, that uh, that Sydney time that was that was a pretty uh, pretty sort of uh, up and about time for Sydney. Kappa was there. I mean, they were they were a good side. Kappa, Cordy, uh, Dale yep. Lewis was running around. I mean, Barry Mitchell yep. was running around. David Murphy, who I loved as a Williams. player. Yeah, yes. Greg Williams. Yeah, fella called Williams and Tui. Um, yeah, he wasn't too bad. <laughs> it, was, it was hell of a, a Sydney side at that uh, at that stage. Yeah, yeah that's right. One of my favourite things in footy, because I run into him quite often, is is kicking the 52 goals and winning the uh, winning the goal kicking for the Swans. But more importantly, it was beating Kappa. So <laughs> every time I see him, it's what I've been, he makes up this big story that he only played six games for the year and and I beat him by two goals. The truth is, he played nearly every game, and, and I smashed him. I, I'll, be, I'll make sure he listens to this interview too once I uh, find out when it's on. Uh, you and I both know Warwick well enough to know he'll be he'll be ringing me and annoying me for right of reply. Oh, hundred percent. And don't don't worry. He he used to uh, he used to ask Diesel and and Barry Mitchell and. Stevie Wright and we, Baisy, we had great folks who used to kick the ball to us and he drove them that mad that in the end they just kicked it to me anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a, must have been interesting. To, I mean, it must have been such a difference to go from, you know, Port Melbourne to North Melbourne to the Swans in that in that period. What, what, a, difference, yeah. what a different footy oh, club that would have been. Well, it was, <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was an eye-opener playing for Sydney. I mean, we... We used to train at the showgrounds, and and um, it was pretty ordinary to be honest. Change rooms were terrible, and the ground wasn't any better. And um, I mean, like I said, we 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 done so well in '91. I mean, these days, if you win eight games and come a draw, you've probably had a reasonable season. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and poor old Cole got got the um, he got the flick at the end of that year, but. We had a really good year. I mean, we were in the game probably six or seven of them other games, you know. We could have won with 13, 14 games and been right up there. So, for, for the for the um, facilities we had and the, and, the, and the places that we trained at, we'd we, we done a fair job, you know. We had a, we had a good squad. Yep. Highlight I saw uh, on YouTube, there's a highlight on YouTube uh, playing against, I think it was against uh, Port, or was that? No, it was against Adelaide at uh, in Adelaide when you kicked five. Was that was that the high point? Was that one of your better games? Um, yeah, that was that was a really good game. Yeah, I played on a guy, a pretty good player, Nigel Smart. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, I, yeah, I kicked uh, I kicked five, but yeah, more importantly, I think we, uh, that, I think when that happened, there was, there was a record crowd. There was about forty five thousand there that night, all, all Adelaide, obviously, and. Uh, I think Mitch Barry Mitchell kicked the goal with about um, thirty seconds to go to put us put us one or two points up, and, and we held on the last last thirty seconds. That was a, that was a huge win. But yeah. Um, yeah, we had some, we had some good wins. We had you know we, we we had some big wins that weren't expected against sides that were, were much higher on the ladder than us. But like I said earlier, we had a real good bunch of players. If we clicked on a day, we were as good as anyone. You know. After the Sydney thing finished, and you, you obviously you had uh, the the knee problems, uh, went yep. back to Port. Um, were, you, were you sort of was that because you just wanted to play some footy still? Well, I just wanted to play some footy, and Port Port asked me to come back. I didn't know how my knee was going to go, and um, I got I, I I actually got through 
I think half of '92, and then I, I I played '93, and like I said, we lost the grand final. But um, I, I obviously wasn't the same type of player. I couldn't do some things that I used to be able to do, and and I was a bit scared to do some things that I used to do with me with me knee, you know, twisting and stuff like that. So it, it was good. And it would have been better if we won the grand final, but it was it was still good to, to have a kick with a lot of blokes that I knew. Um, as you know, I'm I'm involved at the Werribee Footy Club, and that's that's Werribee's one and only flag, and it's a claim to fame. It was a it's a bruising, bruising, uh, very controversial encounter that 1993 <laughs> grand final, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, it wasn't a very pleasant day all round. I broke uh, my ankle that day. And went off in the second quarter and uh, knew it was pretty bad, but didn't know it was as bad as it was. And had an injection at half time, and I think I, I ran out onto the ground. I was out in the ground for about a minute after half time, and and had to go back off. But um, yeah. yeah, when you only lose one game for the year, you're pretty confident going into a grand final. And I think um, we all know they're different games and. I was one of the people that thought we were already uh, already singing the song. You yeah. know, like we we beat Werribee pretty easily the two weeks prior, and I think I think we kicked nine goals, twenty two or something, and they kicked seven one. And I mean, we could have beat them by fifteen goals that day, you know. And I think that was probably the worst thing that, that happened to us because we. I think everyone was thinking about what we're going to do on the Saturday night and the next week in Port Melbourne. And it didn't eventuate. And I don't think a few people in the crowd were too happy either. So I yeah. think there was a few blues in the crowd as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, was a, it wasn't a good day for Port, but they've they've um, they've had many good days since then. So, so that's all right. The uh, the the VFL structure and the VFL VFL footy. I mean, it obviously has meant a lot to you. But you know, back in that early nineteen eighties, when you when yep. you first w- went to Port, uh, and then you went back in the in the in the nineties, and you've been involved around the club since. Um, yeah. Where, where do you see VFL footy these days sitting in the in the kind of the scheme of things, Jack? Oh well, I, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I take an interest in Port. I go to probably. Anything, I don't know, six to say a dozen games a year, and being a standalone club, it's obviously a lot difficult for for Port, and I, I think there's Willie and, and maybe Coburg, a couple of others, but yep. but um, it's it's a hell of a lot different now with a lot of young fellas, and you know we get a few ex ex AFL players, but um, they certainly don't do what we used to do after a game <laughs> in the in the club rooms and. Uh, and you know, go down the beach straight after the game and stuff like that. But yep. um, the, the the footy's really good. I, I I still enjoy, like, you know, I like North Melbourne. I barrack for North Melbourne and, and stuff like that. And I go to games when I can. But I still prefer to go to the local footy. I'd rather go and watch Port versus Willie than North versus St Kilda, for example. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just stand in, stand there on the on the hill and and watch a proper game of footy. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to mention the Port Douglas thing, and I want I want your your sort yep. of your thoughts on that now. When you look back on what happened at uh, Port Douglas back in two thousand and four in that grand final, what what, what oh, are you feel, just, feeling about it these days? Oh, I just it, it was an unfortunate situation that um, that 
without going too much into it, there's yeah. a lot more to it than people uh, only only seen on the day. But I mean, at the end of the day, I, I had to deal with what I got, and I got a, I got a ten year suspension, which which basically finished any any um, ideas of coaching that I had, which I thought I did like at that stage, and had done really well in the first. Uh, three years that I'd coached, but um, you know it was a disappointing day all round for for football yeah. in the end. And um, you know, if if I could take it back now, and obviously I'd love to change a few things, but it happened, and and I've certainly moved on from it. And um, I actually spoke to quite a few blokes this week, which was which was quite funny. They're organising some sort of reunion up there, not this year but next year. So. I um I still take an interest in the club and and uh, I think they've got a new they've got a new coach this year actually Ronnie Burns who, who I know pretty well. All oh, right, yeah. And unfortunately, I think they're going through what everyone else is going through. But yeah. um, Ronnie, he's a good fellow, Ronnie Burns, and hopefully he can get the club back up to where I was. But um, yeah, yeah. As they say, mate, shit happens, and yeah. he's got to move on. Yes. No, fair enough. Now, I want to talk to you about your horse racing connection because. Uh, you're an owner these days. On on the the weekend just gone, uh, you had the favourite in the in the Mornington Cup. What got you into horse racing? When did when did you start that? Oh, I'd, I'd always been a bit of a punter. My dad used to be a bit of an SP bookmaker <laughs> years and years ago in Port Melbourne, and yeah. um, I don't know. We got about how many, I, I, I become good mates with Tony Vazel up in Cairns. He came up to a couple of functions in Cairns and. And then when I moved back to Melbourne, I, I've become pretty um, good mates with him. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, yeah, actually got into our first horse with uh, with Tony, which was um, a horse called the Bowler. And what I did, our local bowling club, that that uh, is our basically our local drinking hole. Yep. Instead of a pub or anything, we go to the poor bowling club, all our mates and. A few of us come in into the horse with me and and Tony and we, I think he cost seventy thousand and he and uh, he ended up winning half a million and all the boys it was pretty easy to convince them to go in a couple more because every time <laughs> you, you know this is going to happen every week but uh, we're, we've been lucky we had Fontaine Ruby she won um, a, few, uh, a few group races and and over a million in prize money and we. We sold her for I don't know seven hundred and something. So we got a couple of million out of her, and and we've had um, quite a few good ones. We got Usain Bowler at the moment, yep. and uh, Just Benjamin, it, me and Bernie Evans, uh, good mates with Bernie, and he's been he, me and him have been in every horse that I think out of the twelve that we've had, we've been in every one. And Just Benjamin's a, yeah an overseas horse, and unfortunately bled on the weekend in. Um, in the Mornington Cup, so he's out for a few months, but he'll be a good horse. And we've um, we've got a nice two-year-old that hasn't had a run yet, and he's he's a colt, so we're hoping big things from him. He's going to run in about uh, in a month's time. Johnny Sadler trains him, and um, we've got a couple of others running around. So it's just a, a really good interest, mate. We've made a good quit out of it, and. Um, Hopefully we can get a couple more good winners. Uh, good on you. And I have to say, if if not if not your syndicate that uh, that wins, if, if it's between you and the Gallagotis brothers as to who uh, who celebrates <laughs> the win the best. Um, <laughs> well, we've actually got one with the boys too. Oh, have you? 
It's not much good. It's called Rock the Bowler. Oh. I think it's, uh, it, it, we've been dying for it to win because it will be a big celebration, but it's, it's been a bit average. So hopefully he can do something. He's got a preparation coming up now. But, yeah, they're good boys, the Gallagher's boys. Yeah, Manny and uh, and Pete, they they know how to celebrate a win. They're they're very good. They with that. do, don't they? Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate having a chat. It was uh, fabulous to go back and uh, have a look at your your Sydney days, your North Melbourne days, and of course your your days at uh, at Port Melbourne as well. And uh, good to have a chat, Joe. It's good to see you doing well, and uh, we'll uh, we'll keep our eye on your horses as well. Good, good on you, kid. Thanks for your time, mate.